Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Guapish Rule 34. As always, I'm your host, Nico, and today I'm being joined by some really great guests. First of which, pulls more tail than a slow kid at a petting zoo, Tanner. Hey, that's me, and I'm I'm gonna be honest, Nico, I'm not sure if that introduction was, uh, was socially appropriate, let's say. <laughs> But it just makes sense for you, Tanner. That's the important thing here. <laughs> and for a second guess, he hates Nazis, but not the kind you're thinking of. Jackson. I actually have this big, fluffy cat. Her name's Shimi, and I love her. Fantastica, we're finally getting Shimi into an episode, Jackson. Now I can put her into the thumbnail <laughs> for you, dude. There you go. Oh, that's good. <laughs> He's been begging me to do that for years now. Every single time I say, hey, Jackson, I'm not really sure what I should put in the thumbnail for this episode. He's like, you should really put Shimi in there. And I have to tell him, dude, we need to talk about her. If you want to be in the thumbnail, say something about her already. And he finally did. So expect Shimi in there this time, guys. If, if I bring up my cat, does she get to be in the thumbnail too? Um, No, your cat's ugly, Tanner. Fuck you, my cat's cute. <laughs> you should have just made Shimi in the thumbnail like a little Easter egg. Like, there's just like a tiny little Shimi hiding somewhere in the picture. Oh, yeah, there we go. Every single thumbnail will have a Shimi hidden somewhere in it. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> it is pretty funny. And another idea I'm sure you guys are loving is that today we've got something a little special planned. What? Yeah, that's right. As you may remember, if you're an avid Guapish viewer, last week I established a challenge to each and every one of our viewers to give us some cues so we can give you some A's, and oh boy, did our viewers pan out, boys. Did they? Yeah. We've got plenty of questions here, don't you worry. I've assembled a fine list of questions here from our viewers, and first of which is going to be from our viewer, Dead End Frog. He asks, do you guys pee through the hole in your jeans the way God intended, or do you go over the waistband like a heathen? I'm definitely um, a hole peer. Really? Every time, Jackson? Every If I'm wearing a pair of jeans that has one every time. Hmm. I have underwear that has holes in it as well. I don't go that far. That's pushing it. Wait, 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 wait hang wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so you're saying, okay. I'm joking hold, about that. What is, I'm joking oh. about that. <laughs> I was just going to say, what are the mechanics of this? Yeah, I pull it out my pants a little bit so I can get my dick around my underwear and then I, you know, get up in the hole. Interesting. <laughs> Tanner, what about you? What do you go for? Uh, yeah, I'll cop to being a, a heathen. I do go over the waistband when I have to piss. Gotcha, gotcha. I think I think most of most of my uh, underpants, they don't have the fucking, uh, what, what is it called when you can, like, open up the front of your underpants to, like, pee through the hole? The spigot? Yeah, sure, the spigot. That's not what the fuck. <laughs> I use I used to be a uh, uh, like through the hole kind of guy, but I don't know what changed to be honest. You changed, Tanner. You changed. I changed. Yeah, I grew as a person, frankly. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, Tanner. I'm right there with you. For a really long time, I would pee through the hole as well, but then eventually I was like. Is there really a point to doing this? Like, I feel like it's much easier to just, like, go up and over, you know? And sure enough, it has just been much simpler for me to go for that way. Yeah, I don't feel like I've ever struggled just paying through the hole. Uh, that's just me, though. I just unzip it, just whip her out. I mean, like, every, uh, for the most part, that's definitely how it is, Jackson. But, like, every now and then, like, you can't quite find the hole, and so you're just kind of, like, digging at your crotch at the urinal for, like, a little too long, and it looks a little odd. So, at some point, you just have to kind of give up. I think we have a certified skill issue on our hands here. <laughs> I'm incredibly adept at finding my penis. That's just me, though. Oh, man. I'm, a I'm actually kind of reminded of a situation that happened back in fucking elementary school. 
So like uh back you like pissed during, on yourself? <laughs> no. Back like during the first week or some shit like that, uh back when I was in kindergarten, we were doing like some fucking tour around the school or whatever. And so at some point they showed us like the bathrooms, you know? Um and so we walk in there and uh, the dude who's like showing us around is like uh So any anyone wanna show us how to use these bad boys here? <laughs> What and one of the, the kids fuck? volunteers, and he walks on up to the urinal, and he just pulls his pants down. He j- does the full-on drop and trowel, <laughs> and, j- and just uses the urinal. And I thought it was very silly at that time. That is silly. That's unhinged of that teacher to say that. <laughs> yeah, Wildly looking, inappropriate. Looking back on it, it's like, oh, that maybe wasn't a great move by him. He, d- he specifically said bad boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, those were. Uh, that is an exact quote for you guys. That's horrible. Yeah. I've, I've got a related question. Can I mm-hmm. can I throw it at you yeah, guys? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, do you when you go to the bathroom? Do you always turn the light on? Uh, usually, yeah. I actually do have like a nightlight in my bathroom though, just to make it easy to like get in there during the night, and so mm-hmm. I don't have to turn on the light and like blind myself uh, when it's real late and like you know kind of wake myself up a bit more. It's just much more of convenient, course. you know. Because also forgetting gotcha. the fact that he has a fucking skylight, so like I'm not I'm not attributing that to the nighttime <laughs> thing, but like why the fuck would you ever turn on your light during the day? It's always so bright in your. Yeah, I generally don't need to turn it on unless it's like you know real dark. And I'm not quite tired yet. Oh, that's yet. fair enough. Oh, yeah. like every time I walk into your room, it's like it's super fucking bright in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely do myself. Mostly just because my bathroom is incredibly dark and dingy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Jackson. It's like at the end of a dark hallway, and there's no windows or anything. There's only two lights that work in the bathroom. It's rough in there, man. You're about to live my <laughs> nightmare here soon. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it wouldn't be super socially acceptable... To like you know just full on drop your pants at the urinal, but would you get in trouble for it as an adult? In trouble, honestly, I think maybe somebody could like do something with public indecency on you, but I don't know if there's anybody that petty. They probably just yeah. think you're a fucking weirdo. Honestly, I think it's kind of a power move if you if you just <laughs> drop full trow as an adult in a public restroom. Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna do anything. <laughs> we may need to give that one a shot then. <laughs> Go on down to the Costco <laughs> and uh, give her a try. The Costco. Yeah. Costco seems like the ideal place to do it. I suppose. (laughs) Do you guys have a Costco membership? Yes, sir. yeah. We go there like once uh, every two weeks or so. Yeah, something like that. Radical. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I'm a big fan of it. Big fan of the Costco. Yeah. And you know who else is a big fan of the Costco? Our second guest, not second guest, our second questionnaire here. Kermit the Dog asks, what are your roles on the channel? Love uh, Love your guys' banter. Keep up the great work. Wasn't that the same guy as the last one? No, the last one was Dead End Frog. This was Kermit the Dog. Okay. Yeah. Spelled eerily, eerily similar. Yeah. He posted in r slash frogs, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So what are our roles here, uh, boys? Um, I mean, Jackson, Jackson is pretty clearly our, you know engineer i suppose or programmer <laughs> or whatever I'm the yeah he's a, the team. yeah he's the guy who takes care of all the fucking shit with the website and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um i'm our primary editor i also do a lot of the art assets and all that kind of stuff yeah you're definitely our artist um now that i'm gonna be back to having my pc and on my laptop i can be uh the editor again holy smokes prepare for oh the quality God. to drop once again everybody no. yes absolutely <laughs> Um, you also go out there and wheel and deal a little bit, you know? 
Yeah, I do. I do a bit. I, I'll. I probably will do that uh, a lot more once I'm settled. Yeah. yeah, you do some administrative work. Yeah. All right. How about Dylan? He's a he's a guest on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> color commentary. <laughs> he's he's here guy. every now and then. <laughs> no, no offense, Dylan. We love you, but you don't really have a defined role, and that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's just all you are, you know. You're the company DJ. You, <laughs> whenever, whenever we have the the bot in the call, because we definitely do that. All. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Alrighty, Welly four nine zero seven asks, "Why did you guys abandon your personal channels?" <laughs> We're lazy. Look, dude, I'm working on it, okay? In the words of Christian, I'm working on it, okay? Like, it, it'll be out when it's out. Every now and then I get a little uh, closer with the script being finished. It, yeah, I, I'm still working on stuff here and there, okay? Yeah, shockingly, this shit actually is hard work. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot of work running a YouTube channel. Except for my YouTube channel, which actually wasn't that much work. It was just a fucking Minecraft YouTube channel with very minimal <laughs> editing. The problem with that is uh, it's like a two-parter why I quit making videos. One, because I'm lazy as fuck. Uh, that's the major reason. But number two is the goddamn server I was making my second Minecraft Let's Play series on was so fucking laggy, I couldn't even play on it, basically. Um, that killed my motivation, unfortunately. I know the Guapish audience really misses my Minecraft Let's Play. <laughs> Dude, I was a big fan of your Fool's Craft series. It was sweet. Tinichi, a uh, reoccurring guest on the podcast, constantly mentions my Foolcraft series, how he likes it so much. I'm assuming he's being ironic, but you never know. Um, <laughs> and he's like constantly asking me for a link to the unlisted playlist. <laughs> I think he's done that like maybe 10. It's very frequent. W- would it be funny for me to turn it into like an unironic, uh, well, played unironically, rather, just super bad, low effort reaction channel? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. You should make it like a music reaction channel where you just like listen to the song and then say like 10 seconds of commentary at the end of exactly. the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have actually considered uh, creating a second channel for like extremely low effort content. There That's we your go. main channel. No, it's not. <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah, I can, and I could do that shit where like <laughs> it, it it's stuff like first time ever listening to <laughs> Bohemian oh. Rhapsody by Queen. Oh yeah, there it's, you uh, go. No, we have to have like all of us sitting on a couch with a webcam facing us and then we all just like yeah. stare completely deadpan the entire fucking song in <laughs> <laughs> the video ends. <laughs> yeah. Jackson, could uh, a, li- a link to your Foolcraft series become like a Patreon exclusive uh, yeah, you know, if tier you, or something? If you sign up for the $50 tier on Patreon, I'll give you a link to my Foolcraft series. Holy shit. Series. Add that tier, Tanner. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> that way we can finally get a Tinichian here as a Patreon member. There we mm. go. Alright, Kingsgrave asks, li- fuck it, what, Ling Tai, long time listener, first time commenter, can Nico spell incorrectly and Jackson just enjoy a movie for once? <laughs> uh, look man. <laughs> I don't have much with, of a defense for that. <laughs> I have a defense for that, that being that... Enjoyment of a movie doesn't always correlate to my ranking. There are definitely movies I enjoyed watching, but I read. Fair not... enough. Case in point, Waxwork. Uh, Kate, yeah, Waxwork's an, is an easy one. I mean, that one doesn't because I enjoyed it a lot and I rated it highly. Um, a one that's actually easy for me is fucking Wicked City. I, I thought that movie was pretty cool. I enjoyed watching it, but I also thought it was hot garbage. Um, <laughs> and pretty, irri- ir- pretty irredeemably. I don't think I could go out of my way to say it was, like, funnily bad. Uh, because of all the sexual assault and shit, but uh, I enjoyed watching that movie a decent amount. But I gave it fucking F plus. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy that that's uh, your biggest difference. 
Alas, man. There was a bit Let me too see. much random sexual assault in that movie for me. <laughs> what is the lowest rated, the lowest I have rated a movie that I would say I enjoyed watching? I feel like you definitely correlate like enjoyment much more with your ranking as the thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say that's uh that's an accurate assessment. Like um For me it might be Mad Max 2. I gave that one a C minus and then I'd say I, I more or less enjoyed watching that one. Okay. I'm shocked by that because I thought that movie was really fucking boring and I did not enjoy watching it at all. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at you on this one. That shit was boring as fuck. Yeah, that movie sucked I think it was ass. more of a vibe thing for me. <laughs> Maybe. Michael Mushington asks, is Dylan actually in a pyramid scheme? And if so, should we be worried? Um, technically, technically speaking, he's not in a pyramid scheme. He's in a multi-level marketing company. Uh, but they're oh. basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. They're like as for whether we should be worried, I, I suppose technically the answer is no in that it doesn't directly affect us. Hmm. But, but well, yes, because he's our friend and we want him to be financially stable. <laughs> yeah, we're allowed to have concern for our fellow man. Yeah, exactly. Could could we just like tie Dylan to a chair and leave him in the garage for three months and then then maybe his brain will deprogram from <laughs> wanting to be in this fucking multi level marketing scam? I think they kick him out of it because they didn't buy their shit in too long. Ooh, yeah, probably. Wait, wait, wait. That's a good idea. <laughs> we should look up there like internal guidelines or something and see what we can like frame him for that'll get him thrown out of that company oh there we go zeondia4607 asks you guys are hacks that's not a question thanks but also true like (laughs) yeah i know i agree daniel mcdancl1250 asks best scholastic book fair hall hmm i'm pretty Um, i'm gonna answer first because this one is important to me that being that I I bought Ultimo, the manga Ultimo, originally from a Scholastic book fair. I'm pretty sure mm. I got the first two volumes of that shit. And I think that was, like, really the manga that got me into reading manga. Um, like gotcha. After that, my parents bought me Naruto and Bleach and all this shit. Um, and I definitely have uh, sculpted a lot of my life around that type of content at this point, um, unfortunately. So, yeah, a- absolutely that. Uh, my favorite book that I got from the Scholastic book fair was uh, Cryptid Hunter. It was uh, it was basically a novel version of the Secret Saturdays, and uh, I'm I'm not even clear on how many differences there are between the two. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely uh, wasn't super frequently attending those uh, Scholastic book fairs because I grew up poor. But I do recall probably my favorite thing I ever got from one of them was the Diary of a Wimpy Kid Do It Yourself book. You know what? I'm like. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I'm pretty sure I bought one of those, like, dragon books. You know, like, the Egypt and the dragon books. Those, like, massive ones where they, like, you know, they got, like, the the page-turning animations and stuff in them. Yeah. From the Scholastic Book Fairs. I don't know if I put that over old emo, but uh, those are pretty sweet. <laughs> Guys, what would it take for us to start doing book reviews? <laughs> A lot. Uh, significantly <laughs> more time on our hands. That's true. Tell you what, it, uh, folks, if we ever start making enough money off of this thing to be self-sufficient, we'll start doing book reviews. That's <laughs> yeah, what you can look go. forward to. Yeah, we'll do like a monthly book club. <laughs> there you go. And the first one we'll read is Cryptid Hunters by <laughs> Roland Smith. I'm just start picking like children's books. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, hold on a second. Now, this is an idea, actually. <laughs> this week we're a reading Sam A monthly Sam book I club, am. but we only read like children's books? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you guys think of the existential themes in No David? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 
Jarl Balgroof asks, Really enjoyed the episodes where you guys go into your love history and sexual porn exploits, but I want to know, what was your first kiss? This guy's a fucking pervert. <laughs> yeah, seriously, what's his problem? Have we not talked about our first kiss? I don't know. I, I feel like it would have come up in the Valentine's Day episode, right? I feel like it would have as well. I don't think we talked about that, though. Maybe. I'm trying. I'm trying to recall, like a first actual kiss. Yeah, like like kissed, like mouth to mouth kiss. Yeah, exactly, mouth to mouth. I'm pretty sure my ah fuck, it wasn't. God damn it. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna retcon my own history and say my first kiss was uh with the first girl I ever went on a date with, uh-huh. which was a uh, a they them goth girl. Gotcha, gotcha. Now how about the real one? <sighs> fuck. <laughs> the real one. Was with the first girl I ever had sex with, uh-huh. which was she's god damn it, she was fat and ugly. <laughs> That's sad, dude. I'm sorry to hear. Podcast episode. <laughs> Jackson, how about you, dude? Oh, frankly, I'm living up to my name as the nerd of the group, the tech guy anime weeb dude, because I've never had a kiss mouth to mouth. Hot damn! What? You've had sex, but you've never had a mouth to mouth kiss. No, I'm a virgin. What are you talking about? Uh, what? Yeah, Jack's actually lied on that uh, sex episode. He he, he's never actually oh. had sex before. He's a virgin. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, he has yet for someone to pick his flower. True. That's such a gross term. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I think we've had this discussion before, the pick a flower term. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we've defi- yeah, we've discussed that. We've also discussed how deflowering is just a deeply disturbing way to, to refer to having sex. <laughs> well, that's like taking somebody's virginity, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, as for me, uh, I actually uh, lost my first kiss uh, in a game of uh, Spin the Bottle. Wow, aren't you popular? Yeah, yeah. It was when I was 18 after graduating from high school, and I was hanging out at a party with a bunch of high schoolers. Huh. (laughs) How old was the girl, Nico? Uh, She was 17. She was 17. Yeah, so Mm. everyone was aware that I'd never kissed anyone before. And so, like, you know, we were were playing the game, and I was like, no, I don't want to participate. I've never, I I don't want to, like, you know... Uh, kiss someone like this uh and they were talking about like uh, wait hold on uh-huh can i can i get one clarifying question yeah, before a- you finish the story were you 18 and still in high school or had you been graduated at this point no this was like during the summer uh, after we graduated uh, huh okay it's not as creepy as it sounds don't worry fresh <laughs> no, out don't of worry. middle I, school I, honey I, <laughs> you're you're you know you're good yeah of course of course there's not there's nothing strange about this situation so yeah, eventually I was like, you know, fuck it, whatever. I'm just gonna like go for it. I'll I'll get into the game. Why not? And so mm-hmm. the first girl who I end up kissing was in fact the girl who I later went on to date for several years. Whoa, yeah, lame. I kissed a girl, I saw a random girl on a camping site on the cheek before. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? There we go. J M Kaiser thirty three asks, please say the n word. That's not a question. Hmm. Next next question. I will say. Hold on. I said it out loud for the first time this last week. What? I really? was quoting someone else. I was okay. I was quoting someone else yeah? who had said it. What was the context here? Um, <laughs> there was no context. What? I just wanted to. <laughs> Not the context. So I, I, I he just I, said it. Said, uh, hang on, I'm quoting like a famous rapper. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, 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 I started dating someone out here, and uh, we were in her car. And I was, uh, we, we were having relations, if you will. Uh-huh. And then someone pulls up right next to us, and, uh, it was two of my coworkers. One of them gets out of the car, and then, Jess, 
very loudly says the N-word with <laughs> zero context, like hard R and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that was just very funny, I guess. Mind you, this girl is black, so... I was gonna ask that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gave you the pass? She did not give me the pass. She gave well, him she... a very, uh, a very strange look and then gave him the cold shoulder. She shut them legs Well, real she didn't quick. know they were my co-workers. Oh, okay. I didn't know at the time either. Oh, okay. In fact, it was one of my roommates. I was in there, I was <laughs> in the room with him, and, um... No, later on, she... It was, like, two nights later... We were in her car, and he walked past us, and she said, Oh, that's the guy from the other night. I'm like, Oh, that's my roommate. <laughs> and then I confront him later that night. I'm like, Dude, um, two nights ago, uh, did you and, and what's-his-face, did you get out of your car and then just loudly say the N-word for no reason? <laughs> He's like, Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty silly. So since you've already said it, why not just rip the bandaid off here, Tanner? Get a guapish first. I don't... Oh, boy. That would be a guapish first. Yeah. I don't really want to, though. Okay, like, that's probably said it before on podcast. <laughs> he wouldn't have said the, uh, the the hard R on the podcast, though. You would be surprised. Oh, really? Does he say it a lot? I can't even think of Tanichi saying it. Oh, uh, relatively often. It's actually a lot more in recent men. Mm, gotcha, hard R okay. all the time, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he only does it around you to be, like, performative? I have no idea. Hmm. I would assume... Okay. Can you go ahead and, like, quote him real quick here, Jackson? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks for taking one for the team for us there, Jackson. Don't worry, I'll be sure to bleep it out later. Pixel Sir you at 5305 asks, Hey guys, love the pod. Who are your guys' heroes? Hmm. This is a good question. Yeah. Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey is a good hero, yeah. You should aspire to be just like him. I love that yeah. guy. You know, like, racism and anti-Semitism aside... What? Walt Disney is a pretty solid guy, I guess. Like, oh, if okay. you just look at, like, the empire that he built, I think that's really something to aspire to. What do you think Walt Disney's position on the current Israel-Hamas situation would be? Oh, In man. I think he just wants to, like, get rid of the Middle East entirely. Yeah, that's probably true. Someone... You know how we have, like, those old cartoons of, like, Donald Duck as a Nazi or whatever? Yeah. Disney should make a new cartoon where Mickey Mouse is a Hamas fighter. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Goofy would be the Hamas. Mm. No, Goofy can't be a Hamas fighter because Muslims don't like dogs. Oh. Maybe that's the dramatic irony of it, though. Anyway, I don't have a hero because I want to be better than everyone who's ever lived. Fuck you, Tanner. Answer the question. <laughs> that's my real answer. I don't I don't aspire to be any man. <laughs> How about a god? Do you aspire to be any of them? Uh, yeah, sure. I aspire to be, like, Vishnu. Oh, there we go. That's a pretty solid one. <laughs> Joseph Helder asks, Does Dylan know what S-tier means? <laughs> no. I don't think it he does. It means he really likes the movie, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's what that the means. Problem, we all rate our movies very subjectively, so to give him some credit, he still doesn't know what it means, but uh, maybe he knows what it means in his mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He could give us his own definition. He's not here, though, because... He didn't want to be held accountable to our viewers. Exactly. Sure. Eleven Kravitz asks, less of a question, more of a suggestion. We're not answering it then. You have to ask a question, you piece of shit. Fuck you. Ranger Crockett asks, if you were to all become a big Frankenstein monster, what parts of each of you would get used? Hmm. We're definitely taking my shoulders. I'm just going to... Uh, I mean, I feel, like we should just, <laughs> I feel like we should just use you as a base in general, Tanner, since you have like okay. you know more space on you. Um, that makes sense. 
Uh, we like we have to use my hair, I think. I feel like that just makes mm -hmm. the most sense. My nose has to be on. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Jackson's nose, obviously. Also, Jackson's foreskin. Interesting. Yeah. What would we be without Do it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess are we... It sounds like we're just making a Frankenstein where we're just taking the most noticeable... <laughs> yeah, noticeable features any of us have. Oh. My question is, do we get Nico's or my eyebrows? Hmm. I don't know what your eyebrows look like that up, up the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, me either. I feel like I've just gotten, like, the most compliments on my eyebrows, you know? I've gotten plenty of compliments on my eyebrows, Nico. Have you? Have you gotten it from, yes. like, Latinos who asked you where you got your eyebrows done? Not not quite that specific, so. Okay. I guess I'll hand it to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's just really high praise, you know? Those Latinas know what mm -hmm. they're talking about. Is there is there any uh, disputing that we're taking my ass? <laughs> I was just about to suggest we take Dylan's ass. What? Why Dylan's? We have to use something from the guy. We can uh, we can use Dylan's uh, fucking arms and ears. Oh, there we go. I feel also, like... Nico, we're taking your chest hair. God damn it, dude! <laughs> All right, this is a big question though. Whose dick are we taking? Well, we're taking your foreskin. Yeah, what and we so we're gonna have to put onto someone's to. dick. Uh, should we go for whoever has the biggest one? Yeah, but how are we gonna figure that out? All right, turn on the webcams, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, to our knowledge, what's on the record so far, Tanner? You, it sounds as though you have the largest schlong of all of us. However, I will say, in the past, when I've told Dylan how big your penis is, he responded with, and I quote, "That's it." Yeah. But also, Dylan doesn't understand how to use tone when, you know, communicating in English. Mm. So, I don't know how much we can trust that. Okay. I feel like Dylan's a type of guy to pack some heat, though. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I actually kind it. of agree. All right, Dylan, you hear right now, dude, we're using your penis. <laughs> I feel like Dylan also has the strongest heart of all of us. Mmm. Okay. I think I have the weakest I heart. have the strongest stomach by far. Yeah, I'd say so. After all, you've put that thing through. Oh, yeah. I ate a gallon of uh, Dr. Pepper-flavored ice cream the other week. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely Why? using that thing then. <laughs> all right, I feel like that's a, that's pretty solid. I feel like that's a great amalgamation we've got going there. Oh, can we use my feet? Uh, I mean, why? I, I got the biggest feet. Also, I have very symmetrical toes. Do you want big feet? I've got um, pretty big feet, too, and guess what, dude? I've got a toe that's crooked than either foot. Ain't that fun? Jackson's feet do look pretty <laughs> fucked up. Okay. I don't care too much for the feet. Sure, we can use yours. Why not, Tanner? Okay, gotcha. Well, it's a perfect Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. The Dave Zone asks, What kind of music and shows are you guys into right now? I'm, uh, I've am i been making my way through Naruto Shippuden. Oh, how's that been going? Uh, it's pretty good. I've been I I've been using a, a thing that tells me what episodes are filler, so I've been skipping a lot of uh, what I assume is horseshit. Gotcha, gotcha. You never know, man. There could be some diamonds in the rough in there. Yeah, well, you know, I can always go back. You know, <laughs> true enough. Whenever you get that Naruto itch. Mm-hmm. How about music? Um, I'm. Music, why? I listen to so many podcasts, I'm actually not listening to a ton of music. I'm like two weeks behind on my podcast, so whenever I go to the gym, I'm pretty much exclusively listening to those to try and keep up. Music-wise, my tastes haven't changed much recently. I'm still listening to a lot of Viking metal and power metal. Gotcha. Sounds pretty gay to me. Uh, so for my shit, uh, I just finished a show called The Life and Times of Tim, 
it was really I good. I feel like I, I've heard of that. I enjoyed it a ton. It's a animated, you know, adult fucking show or whatever, adult comedy. It reminds me a lot of the humor of Smiling Friends and okay. fucking home movies. So if you enjoy like that sort of like awkward humor at all, I would highly recommend checking it out. It's really good. Mm-hmm. As far as music, uh, I've been listening to a ton of Will Wood recently. I discovered him a few months ago, and I enjoy him a lot. Will Wood's music has a super grandiose feel to it, almost like it's a musical or something like that. So some of the songs will be like fucking uh, like rock. You'll have a, a doo-wop song. You'll have just like a sort of like very soft melody sometimes. Uh, it's really cool. I enjoy it a lot. Most mm-hmm. of the songs tackle these things with, like, the human condition and stuff like that. And they have, like, these really clever lyrics interspersed throughout them. And not in, like, the, not in, like a super, like, fucking, like, smug, like, oh, look at how smart I am kind of way. It's, like, it's actually intelligently written, which I think yeah, is very difficult to do, but he manages it really well. What what song of his should I listen to, Nico? Uh, go with, let me see here. Uh, since, since you enjoy, like, yourself some metal, Tanner, this is going to sound like a... <laughs> When you initially start listening to it, it's going to seem like a really weird recommendation, but I guess uh, Suburbia Overture would be a good one to start with. Suburbia Overture. Yeah. Okay. That should be a really good like introduction to his musical stylings. Is this on YouTube or on uh, Spotify? Uh, either one. Okay. I'm sure it's music spot- or uh, YouTube. I usually listen on Spotify. I don't know why I defaulted to it. <laughs> I don't know why YouTube. either. His music's definitely on Spotify. That's where I listen to it. Fantastic. What about you, Jackson? What have you been into recently? Um, because of Plex, I've just been downloading a shit ton of, like, nostalgia shows, or shows I've wanted to watch for a while but had no reason to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, because of that, I've got shit tons of stuff downloaded and I'm not watching any of it. Except I have attempted to start watching Shinsukai Yori, uh, which is like a mystery drama series, which is pretty good so far. I'm enjoying it. I'm not super far into it, but it's supposed to be really highly rated. Uh, and as for music, uh, kind of just like normal shit that I normally listen to, like, Fucking J-pop and stuff. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. the biggest artist I'm listening to right now is U2P, who does, like, metal Vocaloid. That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's weird hearing Vocaloid people scream, but you know what? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I enjoy it a lot, obviously. Got a new album come out recently. I've been binge-watching it, or binge-listening to it. Yeah. That's really great line out of context, by the way. Dormal Dan asks, not that it's gay, but what movies made you cry? Mm. Overall or just on what we've ranked so far? Yeah, I guess we just like go over the ones like that we've ranked. I don't think I've ever cried at a movie. Just like in general? I don't, yeah. I don't believe so. You're cold-hearted, Tanner. I truly am. Um, I maybe cried when I w- watched uh, World War Z in theaters, but that's because my parents were getting divorced at the same time oh I God. watched it. So the themes of family really told got that to story you. Story before. Yeah, I guess for me, if we're going off just like the movies that we've ranked, then I think the only one would be the fucking Demon Slayer movie. <laughs> <laughs> Solid I, choice. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the was it. I guess it would have been the scene when uh, the flame Hashira was getting killed. Uh, I cried a couple of times during it. I believe that that was one... Maybe that was one of them. I think that may have been one of them. But another one was when, like, uh, Tanjiro was uh, fucking talking to his little brother who was, like, chasing after him, telling him not to go or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that scene. Yeah. I feel like I cried in theaters during that movie, but I can't remember. It's been so long. Yeah. Um, 
And Wolf Children, I've watched that movie so many times that I've definitely cried throughout watches of it. I don't know if I cried during the watching for the ranking, though. Uh, who's to say? I'm just gonna go into the assumption that I probably did. And I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I even really felt much emotion throughout any of these other movies we watched. Honestly, like shockingly, I Am Legend did get me pretty close when uh, Will Smith was like saying goodbye to his family in the helicopter and they're like praying mm. and shit like that. But outside yeah, of that, I don't think any of the other ones did. The dog scene was sad in I Am Legend. I didn't yeah. feel like crying though. <laughs> Bricks of Terabithia probably got me a little bit too, just because it's a fucking melodrama and that shit gets. Oh yeah, Dylan like knew I was coming. Yeah, Dylan isn't here right now, but Bridge of Terabithia definitely got to him. I remember. Yeah, I remember that too. All right, next up we have G Gunnel SPCT. Question for Tanner: Have you ever had a pregnancy scare? Um, no, actually. Shockingly enough, I've never had a pregnancy scare. That is pretty shocking. I bought Plan B once, uh, for a girl. But not because I actually thought she was pregnant, but I was just playing it safe after not playing it safe. <laughs> gotcha. That's probably the smart thing to do there. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, honestly, I have a feeling there's a decent chance I, I'm currently infertile just because, like, I have super low T and also, like, I've hit it raw many, many times and I've never had a pregnancy scare. Jesus. Yeah. What do you or think maybe you... there's just a bunch of little tanners running around that you don't know about. <laughs> yeah, or or they've all lied to me, and yeah, I have progeny all over <laughs> the United States. <laughs> what do you think you'd end up doing if you were, in fact, infertile? Hmm. Honestly, I'm just not going to think about that. That's not a reality I'm prepared to face. Okay, that's fair enough. Don't worry, Tanner. If you are, in fact, infertile, I'll bear some children for you. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Limo Kino five seven five two asks, "What percent gay are all of you?" Mm. I answer this all the goddamn time when Nico asks me. Ten percent. Ten percent. Okay. I uh, I guess I need. I obviously I need to ask the clarifying question uh-huh. here. Do you think my percentage is affected more by my actions or my feelings? Uh, I think it's a fifty fifty split. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, then I'm probably well. Hmm. I guess I'll just say 50-50 then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe 20% or something like that for me. Like, I don't know. I I think that the idea of, like, dating a guy is fine. But, like, for me, the big thing is I don't want to have sex with a guy, okay? Like, penises Mm -hmm. seem weird, and I don't want to get anywhere near them other than my own. So, like... Of course. Yeah, it's kind of just where I'm at, personally. So, like, what percentage is that, huh? Huh? Uh, I don't know. Like, maybe 20%, I guess? No, well, you're gayer than me. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> That's a very arbitrary lie. way in which we're going about it. <laughs> that what, what a coincidence that that commentator asked a, a question that was also in our guapish topics. No, it's pretty sweet. I feel like it's a question on everyone's minds, honestly. Of course. <laughs> All right, now, if we had to guess, since Dylan isn't... <laughs> yeah, there you go, Jackson. What percent gay do you think that Dylan is? Um... I mean, is he being honest, or is he? Gonna, or are we gonna take whatever he says at face value? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like uh, if we were to guess without his like you know response to it at all, because he's obviously gonna say zero. What would you assume he is? Um, you know, I want to say zero. It is suspicious how. The, well, actually, let me ask you ask you this. I, I I suppose Nico would be the one who most knows the knows the answer to this question. Has he been attempting to date at all? No. Interesting. That does make me suspicious. I'll give him a solid, hmm, 30%. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think the 30% is really solid. <laughs> I, You know, I'm going to go back to the old adage of people that are, like, incredibly homophobic normally have a little bit of gay in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Tanner's 30%. Yeah, I think the 30% is really fair for the guy. <laughs> it's a good thing he doesn't actually watch the episodes back. He would not be happy with us saying Oh, this. yeah, he 100% does not watch any of the episodes back. I can confirm that indeed based off of the topics that he's been constantly putting in there that relate to previous episodes we've done. Better Call of Power Saul asks, It is a national tragedy that we're back as a C-. That's not a question either. Um, also, like, that's just objectively false. Yeah. This person doesn't know what they're talking about. Uh, and also, it's the last question, so we're ending it on a high note there. Crazy. Fuck, we're back. All my homies hate we're back. I give it to the <laughs> B minus. <laughs> so there we go. Thank you all for your questions, those who commented. If you have any more questions, feel free to ask them down in the comments, and we will not answer them. You missed your window. Fuck you. And with that, guys, I think it's time for us to get on to our favorite segment here over at the old G-Bosh. Guapish at the Movies. Guapish at the movies. Ah, perfect. I was hoping somebody had something. Yeah, Guapish at the movies, boys. That's crazy. Nico, what did we watch this week? This week, we watched some fantastic films, I must say. Some really stellar ones, just top to bottom. I don't think that we have a single miss in sight here. First of which is going to be a Patreon film, which is recommended by our Patreon member, Hunter Nikolai. We bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. Jackson, you like to tell people about how you bought a zoo? Yeah, I actually am the actor that they were uh, portraying in this movie. This is based off a real story. This is actually me five years ago when I was getting real adventurous <laughs> with my uh, my tuition funds. So basically, this is a single dad. Um, the wife died. Um, I can't remember exactly how she died. Something something to do with like her dying on the way to give birth. I think maybe. She had, like, uh, cancer or something, I think. Yeah, I think it was something like that. That's so her. Anyways, uh, she dies. Father is distraught. He's still living in a broken home. Uh, his younger son hates him. and He's, like, delinquent with school and stuff. So he decides to be adventurous and spend his money on moving out to a new area. And he ends up finding a zoo to purchase. His daughter convinces him, and he buys a zoo. Um, which happens to be, like, a whole business and everything. And then he dedicates a lot of his time towards... I gave this zoo back up to spec, you know, for the inspectors to pass it. Um, you know, he's, like, rekindling his relationship with his children, as well as, you know, like, starting new ones with the people that work for the zoo. Uh, and there's something else I was thinking of saying that I completely fucked Anyways, the ending of the movie, uh, the zoo passes inspection and everybody claps, and they make a shit ton of money. Uh, the end. <laughs> the end. Now, what's funny about this movie is that I, I've seen it before, mm-hmm. and uh, I recalled it being a comedy starring Kevin James, <laughs> when in fact it's actually a drama starring Matt Damon. Yeah, I definitely had a very similar expectation going into it. Is this some sort of weird Mandela effect we've been uh, sucked into, Tanner? <laughs> the the We Bought a Zoo Mandela effect? <laughs> yeah, because I definitely remember I think... it being just like some funny actor like Kevin James as well. Yeah. Did it come out around the same time as um, Bedtime Stories with Kevin James, and that's why we're mixing him up? Maybe? 
Let me let me ch- let me fact check that real quick. But yeah, going into this, um, I was absolutely expecting it to be some comedy where it's like Matt Damon is a, a single dad and he's down on his luck, but he buys a zoo and he finds out that the current residents here are not monkeying around. Buda, 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 buda. This summer, yeah. you know, just that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But no, it's Nico's, a fucking Hallmark movie. <laughs> Nico constantly throughout the entirety of the movie is going, man, I expected so much more wacky animal hijinks. Yeah. Basically, all the wacky animal hijinks we got this movie was his kid going into the garage and unleashing a box of exotic snakes, uh, which they, of course, just, like, solved the issue of in, like, 10 seconds of screen time. And yeah. Talk about again. Yeah. yeah, like, they even have, like, a monkey at one point. He, like, slaps his forehead and shit, and it's like, okay, the, the monkey's gonna be doing some wacky stuff, but it doesn't. It never shows up again. It was wearing a uniform at the end, huh? It was. That. That's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was wacky. Have you guys noticed uh, how much Matt Damon looks like Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> no, I haven't noticed that. I was noticing that all movie. Yeah, you kept uh, looking back at the cast list, being like, are you sure this isn't Mark Wahlberg? Are you positive? <laughs> When I was first looking at the cast list, I thought it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, you do was. not know what Leonardo DiCaprio looks like. I then. do. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like one of my favorite actors. But, okay. I don't know what to tell you, man. He doesn't look like Matt Damon is the thing, Jackson. Alas, in my brain at that moment, he did. Would this movie have been better with Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't think an actor change would have really saved the fact that they're writing this movie is painfully generic. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing about this movie. It is the most bog standard average film imaginable of this genre. Yeah. Like, it's really difficult to like really find anything to say about it because it... It's just so fucking mediocre. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty disappointing. They, it's like a family drama, and they gave it like a quirky plot setup, and then barely do anything quirky. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, the moment the movie starts up, and like he's got his family in his car, where it's like a little girl and an angsty teenage boy. You know, one hundred percent what you're going to be expecting from the entire sort of film you know it's like mm-hmm. oh the, the the son and the dad have a fractured relationship because the son's angsty because his mom died but he's artsy and that art is probably gonna come into play later don't you worry mm-hmm. uh, you know th- there's a little girl she basically does nothing throughout the entire film she just says wait about a zoo and that's it mm-hmm. she says it twice in fact she does say it twice they put that in all the trailers <laughs> <laughs> My favorite character was the brother just constantly telling the main character to not do it and stop and give up and just save the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say, one thing about this movie really surprised Jackson and I. What, what was it? At one point in the film, we meet Scarlett Johansson. She's in this film. And she walks up to Matt Damon and she talks about how, like, I'm 28 years old and I still live with my mom. And Jackson and I were like, bullshit, you're 28. Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> fuck you. Who do you think you're fooling? And at some point, Jackson looks it up. Because, right, she's way older than that. What the fuck are you talking about? He pulls up her IMDb to find out what her age is in this film. And she was 26 when this movie was made. Interesting. That was Ridiculous. downright baffling information for us. Maybe uh, maybe Scarlett Johansson is just one of those people who turned old fast, but is going to age really slowly now. Yeah, maybe. That's Currently like... 38. I've got a shot, dude. <laughs> yeah. She has Denmark citizen... Okay, I'm going to stop looking up. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, outside of that, though, there isn't really a ton to say about this movie. Yeah, no. In fact, there's so little to say. I'm going to give it a D+. <laughs> there you go. 
Tanner, you fucking took the words right out of my mouth. I also gave it a B plus. I, it's hard to say this movie is like below average because of how painfully average it is, but I'm literally knocking it down points because it just does absolutely nothing. And I know yeah. that it's based off a true story, but there could have is been... Is it? Yeah, they, they had like the, did you miss the ending card where they like have a little spiel about how it's based off a true story? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just so fucking boring. And the, the child, the daughter... I hate every time she talks. It's just, uh, it's just rough. It's just a really rough watch. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely didn't hate the daughter. That I felt like she was sufficiently adorable. That's all she was there for. She basically did nothing else throughout the entire film. But I, I, I struggled to make it go as low as you guys did because again, this is just like a really average movie. So I want to put in like you know, pretty much like right down the middle. However, this movie is also fucking two and a half hours long. It does not justify that length whatsoever i thought wait wait wait. i thought it was only two hours long jackson verify it how long is this movie? yeah let me let me look it up real quick hold on uh yeah two hours four minutes regardless it does not deserve to be two hours long yeah no i agree it's too long <laughs> so i'm gonna give it a c minus mm. and then dylan gave it an a <laughs> while we were watching this movie it's actually like there's dylan 100 percent fucking loves this movie <laughs> How could he not? Yeah, have it? we could tell right away. Uh, that landed at a C, a bit Sounds higher than right. I would have liked, but so be it. And that A really pulls it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's our next movie? Uh, yeah, the next movie was Tanner's pick of the week: An American Werewolf in London. An American Werewolf in London. Uh, we we join two young American boys, just virile and spry, uh, trekking their way across uh, England. And uh, they end up in a spooky, creepy bar where the people are kind of weird. And then they get spooked off and they're walking around outside. And then they get attacked by some sort of a beast. And one of the friends is horrifically mauled. The other one runs away at first and then turns around and accomplishes nothing. Uh, And then he wakes up in the hospital. And uh, he uh, starts hallucinating his dead friend. His dead friend's talking to him. He's like, dude, you're going to turn into a fucking werewolf. It's not good. He's like, ah, that sounds a bit far-fetched, my hallucination of my dead friend. And, and then he turns into a werewolf and he kills a bunch of people. And then stuff happens, he falls in love with a nurse, he turns into a werewolf again and kills some more people, and then he gets killed. And, and then it kind of ends. I think the uh, the, out, the the costumes, my brain was like trying to combine the word outfit and costume pair together. <laughs> Uh, we're pretty good. I think they did a good, good job. I like movies from this era because they do all like the really grotesque practical effects yeah. and stuff yeah. with the designs. The transformation sequence in this film, I think, is the real standout portion of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was fucking stellar. Yeah, that's for the rest of it, though. They had a lot more mm. sex in this movie than I was expecting, now, didn't they? Well, there was like one sex scene. What do you and mean? And that's a lot yeah. more than I was expecting from they a also, werewolf they movie. They also oh, okay. watched people fucking in the porno theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They're just getting it on 24-7 throughout this film, man. Yeah, you know, so... You know, the standout parts of this film are that transformation scene, uh, the creature effects, somewhat... I felt like the ending rampage, he he looked pretty doofy. He really looked like a man in a a fursuit walking around on all fours. That that looked kind of bad, but the transformation scene was awesome. 
And then uh, I thought the scenes where he's talking to his dead friend and he's like increasingly decomposing, that was cool as fuck. And I actually found that super interesting. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I think that was my favorite part of this film. I definitely like the idea of like <laughs> uh, every time he fucking kills somebody, he just like sees them now and they're like speaking mm-hmm. to him, telling him, hey, dude, you should kill yourself now. Yeah, we want to be free of this, which I think that's a really unique idea. I'm sure that like you know, it, I, there are plenty of stories where like I see all the men I killed and shit like that, but we don't really get that visualized often. And so I really mm-hmm. appreciated that part of the film. Yeah, that's a super interesting aspect that I don't think really played into the plot all that much. Yeah, like the the fact that it does end where he just kind of rampages one last time and then gets shot to death. <laughs> That was that was so anticlimactic. Holy shit! It's very anticlimactic. Yeah, it would have been much more interesting if if he does like you know kill himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do think that like you know the best part of this film probably for me is just the fact that he got to rampage and kill a bunch of British people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Killing British people is pretty base. Yeah, I definitely feel like that was pretty sweet. You know, going into this film, I didn't know anything about it other than the title. I kind of assumed that it was an American dude who already was a werewolf and was, like, aware of it, and he was just kind of on vacation. Yeah. And then something went wrong, and he went on a rampage. (laughs) I didn't realize it was, like, an American dude who gets turned into a werewolf there, and then things go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I'd actually... Ended up hearing about this uh, film on a podcast recently that I was watching, uh, fortunately this week, uh, where fucking Wendigoon himself mentioned this movie, and he was like, oh, mm. yeah, I, uh, I think this is, like, one of my favorite Halloween movies, just, like, throw on and watch with my pals, you know, you get, uh, those prosthetics are really cool back in those days, I really enjoy those, and, uh, this is a weird one to, I wouldn't consider this, like, a, th- just a throw it on with your pals movie, I don't think there's enough going on from scene to scene for it to be that kind of movie. I also agree, but apparently it's just how the guy rolls, you know? Yeah. But yeah, he didn't really have a a lot to say about it either, unfortunately. Gotcha. Now, Jackson, how about you? You haven't really said a ton about this film. How would you think of it? I thought the outfits were cool. Um... Yeah, I thought it was alright. I think the plot structure is really weird. The pacing of the movie was strange as well. There's some weird things, like the whole concept of the, like the town people in this like random village being aware of this werewolf and having the means of dealing with it, but just not and letting innocent people die for no fucking reason. It's pretty goofy, and I don't understand why they did that. Yeah, what the fuck was the deal with that? Like, they it didn't d- seem very clear to me. Did they kill the original werewolf? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I don't know what okay. the what was the sh- fucking running through the woods bullshit going on. Was that just like a fever dream or something the dude in the hospital was having? Yeah, he was dreaming of werewolves. Yeah. But yeah, but like, obviously, they just fucking shot the werewolf dead when it was attacking those people. Why didn't they just kill it before it did stuff? And like, if they're aware of the werewolf, they probably know who is turning into the werewolf, I would assume. Maybe. Hmm. Um, it's just really weird setup for all of this stuff happening. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, I agree. I'm a huge fan of it. Also, like, the relationship between the nurse and the guy was kind of forced. From my that girl was down bad, dude. She one hundred percent was like Jesus Christ. She wanted that wolf dick. Yeah, yeah I don't know why. He really didn't seem like that endearing of a dude. They like barely <laughs> spent any time together, and she basically risked her life to like try to talk to some wild animal after, yeah. after like the final scene. Of course, she just fucking died. Speaking of the final scene, how the hell did those British? police officers actually shoot the world when the chick's standing directly in front of it yeah at like 
30 meters range. There's no fucking way. They had snipers on they the roof. Yeah. yeah, they were curving the bullets a la that one movie where they do that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's this movie has some stuff going for it, but it's kind of just some goofy, campy shit. Like the when he was like running around naked, that was kind of funny in the zoo, but <laughs> I think overall it's just kind of okay. Speaking of which, is this our first film that hangs Dong? Probably. Yeah. I feel like we've no. seen Dick before. Have we? I feel like we have too. I kind of feel like we have as well, but I can't think of a movie where we have. Is it? No, there won't have been any in Planet of the Apes. No. The Big Lebowski? There's a good chance. Maybe. I feel like we've definitely reviewed a movie that had Dong in it before, but I can't remember. Yeah. It's impossible to say. Either way, it doesn't impact our scores too terribly much. <laughs> much like Dylan's here, that guy gave this film a B-. Whoa. I also gave it a B-. I gave it a flat B. Okay. I was a little lower on this, maybe. I gave it a C+. Plus. Okay. We're all kind of in the same wheelhouse, though. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it landed yeah. at a B- minus at the end of it. There we go. Fantastic. Unshockingly. And that moves us on to Nico's pick of the week and our final movie, The Witch. That's right. The final film, The Vavitch. The Vavitch. The Vavitch. So, guys, this film is about a witch, okay? Or is it? What, what, mm. what witch could it be? Which witch are we talking about here exactly? So this film, it features a family, okay? It features a family uh, who's, they, they're like uh, some fucking weird fringe uh, part of Christianity, okay? They're like Quakers or some shit. I'm not entirely sure. I think they might say it at some point. But they're living in this ho-dank town, and they get kicked out because of their religious beliefs. So they have to just, like, go and live <laughs> off on uh, their own, just, like, on a little farm or whatever. Just, like, try and make ends meet. But things ain't so great out there in the vast wilderness. As our main character, who's uh, played by fucking Anya Taylor-Joy, she's uh, just watching her little baby bouncy baby brother, and uh, he ends up getting uh, disappeared. Now, initially, the family's like, well, uh, maybe it was just, like, a wolf or something, because the father saw, like, some wolf tracks or some shit. But we immediately see that he's getting ground up and uh, cooked into some porridge by a witch who's just smothering that baby all over her skin. And as the film progresses, uh, we, we just get the eerie feeling that so- there just ain't something right in these woods. As the family slowly starts to, like, get real paranoid and accusing each other of being witches and shit. And slowly, these supernatural elements are creeping more and more into their lives as uh, children start dying, uh, twins start screaming at goats, and uh, eventually the father ends up being uh, destroyed underneath all of his wood that he's just stacked up. And then, our main character, Anya Taylor-Joy, she decides, you know what? Fuck this, I'm gonna become a witch myself, and she does. The end. Uh, this movie was alright. <laughs> yeah, so I before, thought... Tanner, you said, the, like, oh, I've heard that this movie's really scary. That's, yeah, I I had heard from people that they really liked this movie and thought it was really scary. And then I watch it, I'm like, this movie is pretty mid, and it's not scary at all. <laughs> I definitely don't think it's scary at all, but I, I would not go as far as to say it's mid. It builds up a very, uh, you know, claustrophobic atmosphere pretty quickly. and uh, It does just atmosphere pr- very well. Uh, pretty much I'll the entire time it's just, like, kind of, like, on edge and just waiting for something to go wrong because it feels like at any moment something really bad could happen. Yeah, I'll say the two big pros of this movie in my estimation are, yeah, it builds uh, atmosphere very well, and I thought the uh, performance by uh, the father was was very good. Oh, yeah, his performance was super strong. I really like the, this is a very nice period piece, you know, like uh, the Mm -hmm. fucking set design, their outfits, the way in which they speak, it's all like just spot on, I'm a massive fan of that stuff. Yeah. Now here's my big problem, though. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I don't understand witches at all. Yeah. 
I have absolutely zero context for why the witch is doing any of this. Mm -hmm. And since this movie is only an hour and a half long, they very easily could have done... So, like, for example, they bring the kid back and he's been possessed or something? And uh, the, the mom says, oh, it looks like witchcraft, doesn't it? From that very line, I feel like we could have then just established, okay, the wife kinda knows, like, rumors about how witches work. And then you could have thrown in two or three sentences of, oh, witches are, like, after this, or they're motivated by this, or something. Like, give me as the audience member something that makes me understand why anything that is happening in the movie is happening. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, mean it, like, also... The point of the movie is that it's not really, like, telling you anything. It's leaving a lot up to interpretation. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, like, a lot okay. of this stuff, it, it's, like, it, it's kind of just, like, it's a folktale, you know? They're kind of just, like, these mm. uh, sort of, like, sayings and stuff like that. They get passed around a lot. So... What exactly this is happening isn't going to be entirely clear. It'll just kind of be like uh, some little things that they've heard that have been passed on through word of mouth and stuff like that. So what exactly is going on here? Okay. Yeah, fun little detail I saw about this movie is apparently throughout the entire movie, their corn has like mold growing on it. Yeah. And like it just gets like progressively worse as it goes on. So like there's a lot of like subtle things with this movie that I don't really like catch on the first watch through. Like with that, for example, you could totally explain the fact that they're all just going crazy and then it's even happened at all. They're just going crazy because they're fucking eating a bunch of mold. Um, or like being around it. Also, I don't, I don't oh, even know if, like, necessarily witches are even, like, the point of this movie. You could also totally just interpret it as, like, the, the devil possessing this goat as, like, the whole bad guy and the witches are just kind of, like, there doing their own fucking thing. Yeah, there are a was... lot of ways in which you can interpret the events throughout this entire film. Because, like, you know, the, the twins are very obviously some nefarious little beings, you know? They, they've been corrupted by the devil himself and are speaking to that black Philip, that goat, that dang old goat there. And uh, one of the things, hey, they do, like, hint at, like, uh, the family's sins and stuff like that being why they're uh, being, like, you know, sort of, like, torn down and shit like this. Uh, they kind of hit, hit it, like, pretty on the nose with the father specifically as he's talking about, like, his pride being his downfall and stuff like that. As we see, it's like, you know, his fucking beliefs and stuff like that, not wanting to, like, uh, conform to society in the general, like, town and stuff like that, or why his family's gotten into this entire mess. Just because, like, you know, mm -hmm. he, he wants them to have their own beliefs, but at the same time, he is entirely inept from being able to actually take care of them at all. Like, they, they're fucking, they're not able to grow anything. Uh, he's a terrible hunter. He's not able to get any food for them. The only thing he's capable of doing is chopping wood, and eventually that ends up being, like, what kills him, you know? You also got the wife who is, like, not helping at all. She even, like, described it herself. She's going fucking crazy because her kid died. Yeah. Uh, but she's literally more on the line of selling their fucking daughter to some family than selling their fucking father's cup. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty fucked up familial situation. I'm going to be... <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one way of putting it. Their house yeah. was very cozy, though. Yeah. And, you know, aside from, like, just the father, we do see, like, the son, for example. Like, he, he's getting a little, uh, he, he's wanting to get a little frisky with his sister, you know? He's starting to get to that age. He's getting uh, real curious. He he's wants to explore his, like, lustful side a little bit, and that ends up being, like, his downfall. As he sees a hot young witch who he wants to get a little poo-tang action from, who ends up, you know, possessing him or some shit and killing him. Yeah, his speech mm -hmm. was really weird at the end, too, because it was like he was fucking, like, confessing his love to Jesus, which is weird as shit to watch mm. and very unsettling. <laughs> now, we know you love Jesus, but it's really starting to sound like you're in love with Jesus. Yeah, which I guess ties into, like, the lust thing. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think overall, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a really clever watch. Um, I think the the whole like acting and set design and everything around like the 1600s period was insanely well done. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a really good job just making it feel like you're back there. Um, so you know, that was really cool. Other than I can't fucking understand what people are saying about subtitles, but <laughs> that's just how it is. I probably couldn't understand him if I was back there anyways. Um, but yeah, I think overall, actually, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, I enjoyed it a fair bit as well. I think that it'll... It's kind of hard to rate it right now because I feel like it'll just kind of like improve with future watchings as we just like are able to pick up more on the symbolism and stuff like that with the future viewings and stuff like that. But I mean, like as it is now, I still enjoyed it a fair bit. So I think if Tanner's nothing else that he wants to say about it, I don't. I'm going to go ahead and give this film an A. Nico, I also wow. gave it an A. Whoa. I'm conveniently picking okay. just ranks that other people also this week yeah uh dylan gave it a b plus um your your point that it is kind of like uh folklore and film version and that's why stuff isn't clear it has swayed me slightly um but not 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 swayed me a ton i'll give <laughs> this plus. one i'm gonna give it a c damn <laughs> that, is, uh, that is a uh fairly lower <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah, it sounds like the it's uh, one of my reoccurring problems where I'm too stupid to understand symbolism. Yeah. So if this movie is heavily reliant on symbolism for uh, thinking it's good, then, you know, I'm not going to get it. It yeah, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, there are a lot of, like, ties to the Garden of Eden and stuff like that. If you, like, really try and look for it and... The what? Yeah, anyways, anyway, that put that shit at a B plus, our most common rank. B plus, baby. <laughs> Fantastic. With the other 40 moon <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that goes into us picking our movies. Let me roll that Patreon real quick. Yeah, roll yeah that sir. Patreon. We've got Robocop. Woo! This movie. It took so long for this to get picked because it got picked a while ago. Um, that was my first ever request, I think. Yeah, it got picked a long ass time ago, but the bot bugged out. Um, it, so it didn't actually say that I got picked, and like we picked something else. So finally, Tanner's getting his comeuppance and his movies popping up again. The original Robocop. Fantastic. I cannot wait. Actually, hmm. I don't. Th- I assume Jackson has not seen this one. Nico, have you seen it? Uh, I watched, like, the beginning of the movie back when I was a tiny boy, and then, like, you know, the death scene happens, and it freaked me out a lot, and I didn't watch any more <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, I've seen Fantastic. it before. Said it's that one movie where they, like, shoot off all the dicks, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. But no. Yeah, funnily enough, I'm seeing a bunch of... This is like a RoboCop game or something maybe coming out. I'm seeing yeah. people like showing gameplay. Yeah, we're, we're, funnily enough, this it's coming just in time for us to get some SEO off of it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> How convenient of timing. Yeah, actually, I actually hard-coded the bot to pick this one this week. <laughs> on gotcha. I'm, that's, that's a joke. Uh, anyways, I think we should go on to the movies that we're going to be watching other than that one this week that being some snoozer film dylan picked called uh eight-legged freaks yeah what fucking year is that that is 2002 eight-legged freaks fantastic and jackson what are you picking for this week nico's been trying to guess this all week and he's probably gonna be like that's not some fucking horror movie i was thinking of at all i'm picking Coraline. uh 2009 okay okay gotcha well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, t- this week, we are going to be watching RoboCop, Eight-Legged Freaks, and Coraline. I'm already scared, dude. I'm shivering my timbers. 
<laughs> and I'm shivering my timbers so much that I can't even talk about the Patreon. Tanner, you think you can take it for me? That's right, everyone. If you go over to patreon.com forward slash guapish, for only $1 a month, you get access to the pre-guap show, as well as early access to every single episode, and you can even get in our Discord, which allows you to request your own movies and topics of us, and you get 500 slime coins. And then finally, if you subscribe, you get your name read out at the uh, end of every single episode, just like Jackson is about to do. Yes, sir. Check him out, Jackson. Read those patrons. I'd love to read those patrons. Of course, let me uh, full screen this. Uh, we've got Raheem Mojawani. We've got Kyler Nikolai. We've got I Am A Cow. Meow, 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 meow. We've got uh, Top Ramen Man. We've got Joshua Bean. We've got Macho Man Retard Savage. Tutbot. Lucas Ledette. Hunter and Jacob Edwards. We love you all. Appreciate it. I especially love you. I am a cat morale. Meow, meow, meow. And as always, thank you very much for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.